lovely, slightly wet Wednesday morning. And it's a pleasure and privilege to get together once again as we continue here in Derek Hashem. We are in Chelek Bey's Perik Hay. Simon Dalid. Bey's Hay Dalid. And we are moving forward over here in the overview that the Ramchal is giving us as to how the world is structured, A, and then maintained, B, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and all these go directly into the two concepts that we've had, Bashkacha Klalas and Ashkacha Pratis, generalized involvement and specific involvement, generalized maintenance by Hashem and specific maintenance. And <clears throat> we're seeing how everything is ultimately going to be a balance of... of um, Two different factors, and those factors being the system that Hashem set up, which the Ramchal is once again detailing to us, the system of managers that the Rebbein Shalom put in the world. There's managers and levels upon levels upon levels of existence, each one with its manager that manages that level, that directs the level below it. And um, Hashem, as the ultimate manager, Hashem that is capable and able and, and occasionally will get involved and, and um, micromanage. Micromanage. So those are the two different possibilities that can be going on at any given point in time. Uh, the system <coughs> that, that kind of runs according to its own devices that Hashem set up, and Hashem who micromanages the system, a system with its own managers, and Hashem that steps in and tells managers to move aside. And either possibility that we're working with, what we saw yesterday was Hashem is always <coughs> micro-empowering. So we have to distinguish between micromanaging and micro-empowering. Hashem is always powering the entire system from top to bottom. Um, and nevertheless, even with Hashem <coughs> powering the system from top to bottom, there are uh, there's a possibility that some, sometimes Hashem will, uh, very often, maybe even most of the time, Hashem will um, allow that system to work in the way that Hashem has set it up. But occasionally, Hashem will get involved in micro-managing, not just micro-empowering. So that is going to lead us directly into Dalit, which is today. Let's see Dalit. V'hinei. So the Ramchal is going to show us the extent to which the system sort of um, is empowered and charged and vested on its own with its own managerial capabilities without Hashem micromanaging, even though Hashem is always micropowering. So what does that look like, the system on its own? V'hinei sama adem baruchu pekid the Rebbeinu Shalaylam put in the nature of every mamun, of every manager, every agent that's at every level of creation, the agents that we were talking about yesterday, the Malachim, <clears throat> that convey and ferry the directions and directives from level to level. Mm-hmm. So Hashem created them in such a way that what? Their nature is They do their very best. They hold steadfast to their mission, to their assignment, without yielding, without surrendering, and without um, submitting to anyone else. If you have an agent on a certain level that's there to carry out an assignment, a task, it'll deliver that message to the one below it, to the one below it, to the one below it. Even if there may be 
friction or conflict going on in the heavens, this agent sticks stubbornly and responsibly and diligently to his job and does not yield. Does not yield to other forces that may be at work, other forces that that parallel it on its own level of creation that are maybe trying to present a conflict. The Ramachal is going to give us an example. Let's see. Uh, the agent, the maloch that's there to carry out its mission, its task, and its assignments will never yield and will only be able to be trumped by something that is, is, is capable of overriding it, trumping it. And, and again, according to the rules in the system that Hashem set up. You can have maloch A that's supposed to carry out job X. You can have maloch B that's supposed to carry out job Y. And there may sometimes be no conflict. Each of those jobs are totally compatible with one another. Or there may be a conflict that Malach A wants to carry out job X, and Malach B is coming with job Y, and that may provide, present a conflict. This Malach was supposed to bring um, sunny, a sunny a sunshine today. This Malach is supposed to bring a, a hurricane. You can't have both at the same time. So the way it works, the Ramchal is telling us, is there's no politeness, there's no diplomacy there in the realm of the Kaychas and the Malach in the realm of the Eilamas. Not like the Malachim will kind of bump into each other somewhere over Kansas. And this Malach will say, well, I'm, I'm the Malach in charge of sunshine. I'm, I'm bringing here to bring sunny sunny days to Kansas today. The other Malach says, well, I'm, the Malach is in charge of tornadoes. I'm supposed to be bringing a tornado and, 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 and a rainstorm, a tremendous uh, thunderstorm. So one Malach will say, well, you know what? I've known you for years. You're, you're a good guy. I'll, I'll, I'll be Mavater. I'll be Mavater. I'll, I'll, I'll yield. I'll let you have your way with the tornado today. The tornado, Malach would say to the sunshine Malach, you know what? The Yidden in Kansas deserves sunshine today. I, w- I will yield. I, I, I'll go find somewhere else to, uh, to be busy. Um, it doesn't work like that, says the Ramchal. Each Malach only knows one position, only knows one direction, and only knows what one type of, of um, attitude, and that is get the job done. That's the Malach's role. That's the Malach's um, definition. And that's how the Malach exists. The Malach exists to get the job done, not to, any, not to do anything else. The Malach only knows about getting the job done, and, 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 and will, it will do its very best to get the job done. The Ramchal uses this term, Begvura. Malach does it with Gevura. Now, Gevura to us makes it sound like with a, with, with, with a ferocity, with a strength. It doesn't mean ferocity and strength as much as it means with an unbendingness, unwaveringness. It's not capable <clears throat> of saying, oh, you know what, Let, let's make Shalom. How about we'll, we'll, we'll make up Shara? We'll have first some sunshine, then some tornadoes, then some sunshine again, then some tornadoes again. That's the opposite of Gevura. Gevura is is um, sticking to the task, sticking to the task at hand, and not really having any options of of um, of, of diplomacy, of making a pshar, of making a compromise. That's the gevura of malachim. So the malach itself is really <coughs> created in such a way, designed in such a way, and operated in such a way that only has one option at its disposal, and that is the option of getting the task done, and that is gevura. There's no room for flexibility. Flexibility is the opposite of gavura, really, right? When I'm flexible, gavura means I'm really locked in. 
It's Midas Hadin. It's a Lashon of Dai. I can only do one thing. I can't do anything else. If I can be flexible, I can see other options. That, that, that's the absolute guru of Malachim. Don't have other options. The only thing that can happen, so what will happen when we have a conflict and conflicts can arise? The two Malachim are on a, a collusion course to try to do two opposite things. So what will happen is it will be determined by how the Malachim are set up, how the system is set up, which one is more powerful. Exactly which one can override the other. Which one will trump the other. And that's part of, as the Ramchal just spoke out, how the system is, is, is created that there's different levels, there's a hierarchy, there, 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 there are uh, different properties that these malachim have, and, and those properties can also s- shift and, 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 and uh, um, redistribute themselves depending on the circumstances. Maybe right now, today, this malach is in a stronger position, and tomorrow that malach will be in a stronger position, but that's what will determine what will happen in the case of conflict. Um, so let's see, Derek Marshall, Ramchal is going to give us his example, let's see. Sari Ilonis Yeshtalavis Amis Lahaksaki Loinosov. The the um Sar of the Ilonis. Now we're really talking about not the Malochim right now. I keep saying Maloch, but remember there's Malochim, there's Kaichas. Um there's uh you know the Kaichas that are there on on um that are that are that are uh um fixed at one level that um are the spiritual Counterparts of of you know physical effects and the malachim are there to <coughs> malachim deliver the message to them. Malachim deliver the the uh, actually the, the power to the kayak. The power of the kayak comes from the malach. Right, we went through this already once. Um, so you have the sar of the ilanis, the force, the spiritual agent that's behind the trees, the guardian angel of the trees, the guardian force of the trees. So. Um, this is the sour who speaks for the trees, right? We'll call him the... Who speaks for the trees, Shlomo? The Lorax. Uh, oh, yeah. Doesn't know who speaks for the trees? Did you guys grow up? The Lorax. No, 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 is that here? The Lorax speaks for the trees. Okay. So we have the Lorax, who is Yishtad of Yisamitz Lahachsaki Lonoisov. His job is to do his very best to keep the trees stark, to keep the trees... Oh, he wants every tree to be a, a California redwood tree. He wants every tree to do its very best and to take over the world. That's what the Sari Lanus wants. He's the Lorax. He speaks for the trees. He's lobbying for the trees. He's giving the trees all he's got. When there will be, the, the, the Gzeir will come down, all the way down to that level that's emerging on some higher level from Hashem. The agent in charge of the wind will will um, empower the wind, will activate the wind, maybe supercharge the wind. The agent that's in charge of the wind, the the daches are ilanus and that will um, theoretically, potentially, be able to overpower the sar of the ilanus, the akru kaviza mi ilanus of bekei haruach, the the the. Um, the uh, agent of the of the Elonis, as much as it's trying to maintain the Elonis, maintain the trees, and and preserve the trees, and keep the trees in in in, in the best uh, position possible, you know, to, that you could possibly be. And if you would be a tree, he will be now, uh, so to speak, blown away by the Sar Haruach. Okay, he will be overpowered and overrided by the Sar Haruach, and that could conceivably happen. But the Ramchal wants to make again two points. One is that there really three points. There can't be conflicts. Conflicts. 
B, the, 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 in the conflict, the stronger the Kaychus will, will win. And C, even when it wins, but the, the, the weaker Kayach is, is not the word that he submitted, not the word that he yielded. It's not the idea that he gave in, but he was just overpowered. He was doing his very best to keep the Ilanus going, but he was overpowered. In, in this matter, there are many, many details, which goes without saying, um, how the the system works and how we how we assign uh, the, the power to all the different agents and agencies and how um, that power can shift and 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 uh, how each one is interacting with all the other ones and how all the conflicts are managed. The, the details are numerous, says the Ramchal. There, there are, again, these malachim that are in charge of preserving and maintaining their um, physical, re- their, their, their uh, slice of physical reality that they're in charge of. And above those malachim, they can be affected by other malachim that are in charge of, of um, dealing with with the world in, through the system of reward and punishment, when the world should be um, in a time of happiness, in a time of plenty, in a time of of of, of uh, tranquility, and when the world should has be in a time of suffering. Those malachim that are in charge of happy times and unhappy times, serenity. And and um, suffering, tranquility, and troubles; those malachim can in turn affect all the malachim that are in charge of the physical conditions. There's details upon details. They have to do with the the uh, unfathomable, amazing, um, unknowable system and, and wisdom that Hashem uses to run the world. Okay, see, so he just threw in another very very chashva kenech, another very very important. Um, a little uh, detail over here, not so minor, which is that not only there are spiritual agents in charge of all circumstances and situations and set pieces in this world, and there may be, as the world turns and as the world goes on, there is going to, at any given point in time, going to be conflicts between, you know, the maloch, the sar, that's in charge of the field mice, and, and the agent, the sire that's in charge of the, the owls, the barred owls, the, all the, 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 the agent that's in charge of the owls wants all the owls to be able to eat up the mice. The agent that's in charge of the mice wants all the mice to be preter- preserved and protected and saved from the owls. So there's always conflicts like this, and those things are always going to be managed according to, well, what does that look like? You know, how does, what's the balance of power? What's the balance of power in Shemayim? The balance of power between the agent behind the owls and the agent behind the mice, the agent behind the... Um, the lines and the agents behind the the uh, the giraffes and the gazelles, the balance of power, and 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 there's innumerable details within that balance of power. And the Ramchal is saying, adding another, the, the the second point that he's adding on, is that that balance of power is affected by yet another layer, another level of spiritual agencies above that, and that is the spiritual agents that are in charge of. Um, Dealing, dealing with 
with humanity, with mankind, through schar and einish, reward and punishment. That sometimes humanity is in a state that humanity overall, or this countryside, more specifically this neighborhood, very, very specifically, may be deserving of reward, of good times, or this countryside, this nation, this neighborhood, may not be deserving of, of, uh, of um, such... tranquil times. And that will in turn affect the balance of power beneath beneath those malachim. It could be that according to the current balance of power, well, the agent of sunshine is winning. The agent of rainfall, of plenty, plentiful rainfall, is more powerful. But maybe humanity right now is not deserving rainfall and the malach that's in charge of meeting that punishments will determine that there has to be a drought right now and it will now disempower the Malach of, 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 uh, of rainfall and empower the Malach of, of heat, of dry, wind, dry weather conditions to, to create, to set up a, a draft. So that's something that's above the, the standard balance of power, which is always you know, a, a, a whirlwind of activity of how that's managing itself and working itself out. Above that is the Malachim that are also there to meet out reward and punishment that affects the level of re- uh, the level of the universe below that. So let's quickly see. Hey, and then let's just put the whole thing together. Maybe himself is always keeping track of everything. Yibayisham keeps track of everything. El the levels, all the levels of the spiritual agencies and powers above. And how that plays itself out down here below. Sharashim va'anofeim, the causes, the source, and the, the resulting effects. By constantly staying on top of the system, tracking the system, is tracking it with an eye towards ensuring that the system will eventually get to the end goal, the end product, and the end result that the revival wants. Shleimus hakol, that the world the world um, and its perfection, the world and its reaching, its, its, its objective that Hashem created it for. That's what ultimately all the forces, all the powers, the entire balance of power and all the agencies within the Bria are really there for that one goal, that one end result to be geared towards everything ultimately realizing itself in Shleimus at the end. Um, how that works on a specific level breaks down according to um, each component part of the Bria, what it's there for. At what point is this going to be suppressed, these forces, and which ones are going to be uh, raised up, which ones are going to be given more empowerment, which ones will be tested, which ones will be tranquil. Every component, every aspect of the Bria according to what it needs and what it, 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 it is appropriate for it in terms of the ultimate level of perfection, the ultimate Shlemus, the Bria. To allow the Bria itself to come towards Shlemus, towards perfection. Okay, so in this pa- uh, paragraph that we just read, hey, goes very much in hand in hand with Dalit. And it's a little bit of an insight into what we'll wrap up with for today, which is how Hashem actually will run the system 
and when Hashem gets involved, and when he doesn't get involved, and why he'll get involved. Excuse me. And again, the Ramchal is is planting the seeds for much greater ideas, and that's to reconnect everything back together with Hashkacha Klawis and Hashkacha Pratis, general maintenance of the Bri, and specific maintenance of the Bri, general involvement from Hashem and specific involvement from Hashem, how that works and when that works. So again, it all comes down to the system within which the Bria operates, that system that Hashem set up, and when Hashem will throw himself into the system and to what degree he'll throw himself into the system. And these um, are two different ways of approaching the same question and the same definitions of Hashkacha Pratis and Hashkacha Klaus. The Ramchal is giving us all the background to give us a very rich framework within which we can understand everything. So, again, the starting point and the concluding point is the Kaychus. The Kaychus and the Ma'alachim, the fact that everything that happens down here, every circumstance, every event, um, whether it's animal, mineral, or vegetable, whether it's how they are being affected or how they are affecting, whether it's something globalized or something very specified, it's all a result of the kaychas and the malachim, everything that happens down here, the, 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 uh, the, um, the functioning and the setup and the, the, uh, the, the state of, every, of, of the affairs of everything that's down here from A to Z is the resulting effect of what the malach is bringing down to it, which is, uh, which is delivering to its kayach, which is coming from Allah and Kaychas and Allah and Kaychas and Allah and Kaychas that go all the way up to the highest level, the very highest level. And Malachim are giving the information and the, and the directives to the Kaychas below them, which go to the Malachim, the Kaychas below them, which go to the Malachim and the Kaychas below them, which eventually come down here into, again, animal, mineral, and vegetable, and, and, and produces the effects that we see down here. The system is geared in such a way that it can run on its own. And, and, and very often it does run on its own. And it runs on its own according to the balance of power that's going on with the kaychas, the balance of power between the predator and the prey. The weather conditions and the, and the terrain that receives those weather conditions, etc., etc. And the balance of power can shift, and there's rules and details behind that balance of power, but it can work on its own. When it's working on its own, that's the system that Hashem set up. Mm-hmm. And... Um, even when it's working on its own, again, let's speak out what we spoke at earlier. It's always Hashem powering the system, even when it's working on its own. Now, when does Hashem get involved with the system? And that's called Hashkacha. So that starts with Hashem's Hashkafa. Hashkafa is Hashem constantly, not just powering the system, but tracking the system, observing the system, all facets of the system, all levels of the system, observing all the details, and then, based on those observations, an involvement which will be determined by the degree to which the system is now important to Hashem. 
So if Hashem, after his observation, says, you know, it looks like the lions, according to the way the Kaychas are set up right now, the lions are going to lead, you know, the lions are, are if they're allowed to do what the Kaychas are letting them do, they're going to, it's going to lead to an extinction of the gazelles. I don't want that because I want gazelles in my world. So the Rebbeisham will now adjust, adjust the Kaychas in such a way that the Kaychas of the gazelles are going to be slightly stronger than the Kaychas of the lions, and they won't be able to drive them to extinction. They'll be able to escape, whatever. That's Hashgacha Klolis. Hashgacha Klolis in, in, in that, Hashem is interested in the general setup of the world. Hashem is interested in the general um, preservation of the species of gazelles. And Hashem will get involved in the Klolis stick away and, and adjust the Kaychas as such. Hashgacha Klolis could also be that what? Maybe the, the way the balance of power is currently set up, there's going to be a major drought in a certain region. And Hashem says, no, you know, it's gonna, it, it, I, I don't want this region to have drought. I want this region to have water. And Hashem will get involved and adjust the kaychas as such and give more empowerment to the kaych behind rainfall, less empowerment to the kaych behind drought. Now there'll be rainfall where there was supposed to have been drought or it could be the opposite also. Again, that's hashgacha klolis because Hashem is doing that in a general globalized way because in terms of where the world needs to go, the world needs to have rainfall over here right now. The world needs to have drought over here. The world needs to have more gazelles. The world needs to have less gazelles. But that's still called Ashkocha Klalis because that is Hashem getting involved in terms of what the world needs. In terms of what the world needs, it's generalized. Generalized. Is Hashem getting involved with a specific gazelle? Excuse me? No. Is Hashem getting involved with a specific line? No. Is Hashem getting involved with a specific field mouse? No. With a specific uh, owl? No. But Hashem is getting involved with the species of field mice, the species of owls, the, the, the general region, the, the world overall can't have so much drought right now, so let's put more rainfall over here. That's generalized Hashgacha, and that's why we refer to that as Hashgacha Klolis, not Hashgacha Pratis. Nevertheless, it's Hashem tweaking and tampering with the system that otherwise on its own would have yielded results that are not going to go according to the, the end result, the end objective that Hashem has for the world. And therefore, it's, it's a chilek, it's, it's part and parcel of Hashem's hashgacha, Hashem's divine involvement and maintenance, but it could be done in a klolistic way. Okay? This, this is the beginning of, um, you know, the first half of, of what we need to speak at over here, which is hashgacha pratis. Hashgacha pratis works based on this whole setup. And I think we'll begin tomorrow with that. We'll, we'll Hit the pause button over here for today. Conclude over here for today. And um, we'll continue tomorrow with understanding Hashkacha Pratis and um, read a couple more things back into the Ramchal that we just read this morning and uh, point out a few more points. And then we will continue onward in this uh, in this parak. Okay? We'll continue tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today.